If you're looking for a new Bible study to start off the new year, can I recommend the Gospel-Centered Life Studies? If you go to the New Growth Press website, you'll find lots of options to choose from. You can study biblical books like Ruth or Jonah, or biblical topics like Christian living, Christian community, or Christian parenting. Each of these 8- to 12-week studies leads you into God's Word and into His grace, and they're ideal for individuals or for groups. To learn more, search for Gospel-Centered at NewGrowthPress.com. This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm your host, Champ Thornton. Whether you're listening by yourself or with the family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I get to welcome back Gloria Furman. Gloria is a wife, mother of four, cross-cultural worker, editor, and writer. In 2008, her family moved to the Middle East to plant Redeemer Church of Dubai, where her husband, Dave, serves as the pastor. Gloria is also an author of numbers of books, including Glimpses of Grace, Treasuring the Gospel in Your Home, Treasuring Christ When Your Hands Are Full, that's Gospel Meditations for Busy Moms, Missional Motherhood, and Alive in Him. You can read more about Gloria and her writings at her website, GloriaFerman.com. Gloria, I'm so glad to have you back on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed our last conversation and I'm really looking forward to the next one. So let's dive right in. What passage do you have today? 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 through 7, which says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time He may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on Him because He cares for you. All right, so let's start with the paraphrase. That's what we typically do. So let's stick with that. How would you put these verses in Gloria's own words? Uh, In my own words, uh, humble yourself. God has it. He's more powerful than you. Give Him all your worries. He cares for you. Help me understand here. It starts off by talking about humble yourself and you kind of think, oh, he's going to talk about pride, but he's not talking about pride. He's Mm -hmm. talking about anxiety and cares in our life. So can you connect those dots? Why is he talking about humility and humbling ourselves and then anxiety? How does that work? Oh, oh, this is so personal. (laughs) (laughs) In my anxiety, when I'm wrestling with it, um, I feel the undercurrent is connected to pride in some way that if I worry about this a little bit more and a little bit harder, I might be able to fix it. (laughs) If I spend enough time worrying about it, then I can have the power to change Mm. what's going on. So yeah, I see see the connection straight away Mm -hmm. to my own heart as um, Gloria, stop worrying about it. Humble yourself. (laughs) God is the one with the mighty hand. God is the one with the mighty hand, and that's where you're looking. You're looking to God's mighty hand. So how is this different than just saying, hey, come on, pull your act together here. You need to humble yourself, get it together, and stop being anxious. How is that different than what we're actually reading? Oh, yeah. I think it's because it's pointing us to the person and work of God, Hmm. because God is the one who is sovereign. He's the one who has the mighty hand. He's the one who can choose to exalt you. He's the one in control of time. It talks about the proper time. Hmm. And then this last phrase, because He cares for you, this is the heart of God. That's God's love for His children. We're so quick to recognize and give credit to God and His power and His mighty hand. Yes, God is so powerful. Yes, God is so mighty. But I think we struggle with doubting, but would He? Hmm. 
would he would he bend the heavens and come down? Would he? Mm-hmm. Would he do that for me? Because when we're going through hard times, it's easy, so easy to go to, yeah, God really doesn't care for me because of the situation. Exactly. Yes. I heard a great interview with Bill Bright when he was close to his deathbed. He still he had oxygen. He had an oxygen tank. And the interview is him breathing out this wonderful wisdom. And someone was interviewing him and they said, Bill, how did you persevere so much in ministry and and accomplish all these things? And he said, well, I decided early on in my ministry that I was a slave of Christ. And anytime a burden came to me, I just handed it back to my master. I said, you're the master. You carry this. (laughs) You carry the burden. And that's the only way I've been able to function in ministry or life at all, is to just keep handing my burdens back to Jesus. And I just love that. That is a great story. So if you were teaching this to your kids, here you are, maybe you're in the car or you're in your living room and you're saying, all right, let's talk about this verse. How would you explain it to them? Yeah. Um, So there's a lot of world religions that acknowledge God, a God, um, and then say that he's powerful and sovereign. Um, Some world religions would acknowledge that. But Mm -hmm. on the other side, to say that God is sovereign and good is a distinctly Christian thing to say. So I would talk with my kids about, I mean, we talk often about all the world religions we see around us and talk about what is a distinctly Christian perspective. Why do we say God is sovereign and good? See, it says here in the verse, because he cares for you. It could have just said God's sovereign, so just wait for him. And God could say that, but he gives us um, his heart motivation. I I care for you. Um, Mm -hmm. Why do we say God is sovereign and good? How can he be both to us sinners? Um, which is a straight bridge over to the gospel because he's put forward his son as a propitiation for our sin. And God is good. And he is going to not spare anything to do good to us. Nothing will stop God from blessing his children. If he gave us something as great as his own son, won't he give us everything else we need to? Yes. Yes. Because he cares for you. Yes. That's right. So Gloria, how's this verse affected you personally on a heart level? Oh, on a heart level. It's been a, a great comfort to me when we see sufferings of various kinds handed over to our friends, our coworkers in the ministry where we live, very troublesome things, things that you can't humanly fix on your own. And you're left with, all I can do is pray and look to God. Let's look to God. And then when you're in your prayers, <laughs> wondering, would God answer such a prayer as this? Um, you want to know, what's God's heart like? I'm going to mm-hmm. cast my anxieties on Him, and what's He going to do with that? He's going to, at the proper time, do whatever it is that He wants to do. And His motive in all this is His care and His love for His His children. So, at a heart level, it's, it's carried me through <laughs> mm-hmm. um, various trials and circumstances, um, not just my own, but as we watch the people around us suffer. So I'm hearing a question coming out of the back of the minivan. You know, the eight-year-old says, what does it mean to cast your cares on the Lord? What is that? Are we throwing something? (laughs) You know, we're not supposed to throw things in the house. You know, what are we talking about here? Drop it like it's hot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't want this anxiety, God. You do it. You please, please help me. That's such a great eight-year-old question. Giving it back. Just give it over, give it away, um, refuse it, reject it. Don't don't hold on to it. Don't hug it like a teddy bear. Oh, I love my anxiety. It keeps me comfortable. No, it doesn't. Um, throw that one out of the bedroom. You don't need um, to hold on to those anxious thoughts. So I would probably use 
lots of verbiage like that. I'd maybe compare it to some things that the kids really like and they hang on to. My six-year-old has a little stuffed alligator named Crocky. <laughs> and I don't know why Crocky brings him comfort in the middle of the night. Crocky's got teeth. <laughs> but he loves it. He loves Crocky. I was like, this is the opposite of Crocky. Yes. You like Crocky. Crocky, you know, keeps you comfortable at night. This other thing, it's just the worst. You just need to get rid of it. Okay, so I'm pressing in on that further then. Another eight-year-old question would be, so yeah, I don't want to think about this anxious thought that's jumping into my head. I'm mm-hmm. trying to drop it like it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> How do I do that? You know, what lever do I pull? What switch do I flip? How does that work? Um, one of the first things I do after I think about God's word and what God says to me is I tell somebody. Mm-hmm. I tell a good friend, I tell a, a trusted, um, if I'm a kid, I would tell my parents or a trusted adult, I'm wrestling with this. I need you to know that when I'm staring off into space, like I'm in a dark place. (laughs) Please help me speak some truth into my life. For myself, I tell my husband and he reminds me of some of my favorite verses. You know know this. Oh yes, I know this. (laughs) And and to get it out into the light. If something stays in the dark like that, um, it tends to look uglier and scarier than it actually is. Well, Gloria, it's been really great to have you on the podcast. Thank you for pointing us to this verse, 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 and 7. I'm going to read it again, and then when I'm done, would you just pray these verses for our listeners today? Of course. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 and 7. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that He may exalt you at the proper time, casting all your cares on Him, because He cares for you. Heavenly Father, We are your humble creatures. The best place for us to be is in a state of humility before you. You are exalted above the heavens, and yet, yet, uh, you have chosen to give us your Son. And because of the work of Jesus on the cross, and as he walked out of his tomb three days later, we have so much hope. Uh, We can humble ourselves under your mighty hand, so at the proper time you will exalt us. We know you will exalt us as we walk out of our graves in the resurrection too. God, in the meantime, would we be casting all of our anxieties on you because you care for us. God, thank you for caring us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by New Growth Press, which aims to bring gospel-centered resources to every church and home. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.